0: The joys of telecoms will get hold of the chief investment officer at the Old Mutual Investment Group, Sibonis in just a bit. It's been a fairly quiet day on markets, actually. The all-share index on the JSE ended a couple of points up. Paris and Frankfurt were down on the day. London and the U.S. markets were closed because of public holidays. Sibonis the chief investment officer at the Old Mutual Investment Group, on the line to us from Cape Town this evening. He has been looking at graphs today. You've been looking at graphs of the currency, and as I said to you before, you disappeared um the the currency is great for for exporters and awful for importers and it's coming through thick and fast in the inflation numbers and lots of other data points too
1: yes bruce i uh, could even to your listeners i mean i think whenever we look at the rand we always reference the rand to the dollar and so if we start start there we must understand that also If the dollar becomes stronger, the rand will naturally become weaker. So not everything that's in the rand is caused purely by our own issues in South Africa. But that being said, we do have issues. So how we look at the rand, we look at the rand, the best way to look at the rand is through what's called a real effective exchange rate, where you take your currency's value and you say, well, who do I trade with? And you take their currencies, too, and then you divide that by your inflation um, in between those. And that gives you a nice look at the RAND. And when we look at the RAND today, our RAND is at the same levels um, it was in 2020, in 2008, and in 2001. And what is in common with all of those? That's when there was a global crisis. And so our RAND at the moment is pricing in a really, really bad scenario. And so therefore, all that news that has gone bad in the market, well, that's in the currency. That's why the currency is where it is, Bruce. And all those other times of great buying opportunities. So the question is, is it the same now?
0: yeah and we'll get there in a moment because another graph you've been looking at is a, uh, the performance of the jse all share index relative to the msci emerging markets index and they mirror each other because the jse is a big market uh, but certainly yeah. under uh, sort of duplicating the line of the s&p 500 but the s&p 500 of course outperforming dramatically emerging markets and the uh, and the jse
1: I think this is the thing. Africa is an emerging market, so it's part of the emerging market basket. But the other emerging market, the really big one is China. China dominates the emerging market, but then you will get Brazil, you'll get Mexico. Those are all the developing economies that are well on their way to growth. Actually, in that basket, emerging markets have underperformed materially, and they are looking as cheap as South Africa. And so have their currencies also underperformed. So we're not alone in South Africa as an underperforming currency. The trick, though, is that the U.S. market is still looking very expensive relative to emerging markets and obviously relative to South Africa. And so therefore, careful about this idea of running away from South Africa and cheap and buy offshore assets, especially if they're in the U.S., because you're going to pay a very high price for that, um, and that in itself has some dangers. So it's not that easy. If you look at a
0: graph of relative performance of the all-share index of the JSE to the S&P 500, roughly from 2010, with a few little anomalies, the all-share index on the JSE outperforms dramatically. The MSCI Emerging Markets mm-hmm. Index... And particularly the S and P 500. It's only since the end of 2016, beginning of 2017, where there has been a, 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 a massive underperformance by the JSE. What I mean? Does this tell us that this thing can come back? That this thing, with 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 the the sorts of interventions that that Iraj Abedian was talking about just a moment ago, with a little bit of sensible policy and some some smart economics, actually the potential of South Africa begins to be restored.
1: I think, Bruce, we need to understand what our market is made of. Because whenever people think about the JSE, they all think, oh, it's South African companies. But actually, if you think about what makes up the JSE, the JSE is made up of resources companies. So maybe about a third of the JSE is resource companies. Those resource companies, the Platinum Shares, the Gold Shares, the Anglos, the Billitons, those companies don't sell those commodities to South Africa. Those are exported, so those are foreign earnings that generally go are driven by China, and again, then you get to the NASPERS, the Richmond's, the British American Tobacco's, the Enhouser Bush, and again, that's close to 20% of the market. So now you've almost gone to half the market of shares that are not driven by South African sentiment. So buying the JSE, the JSE is stronger than the domestic economy primarily because most of the companies on the JSE, Bruce are not necessarily making earnings in South Africa. And so we've got to dislocate investing in the all-share index and the than investing in South Africa.
0: There we go. Thank you, Sibunis Ngomalo, the Chief Investment Officer at the Old Mutual Investment Group in the midst of the doom and gloom and the negativity on markets and currency. Sibunis has been uh, some tra- some trawling, trawling, that's the word I was looking for, trawling the graphs, finding signals.